welcome to Realign With Your Purpose. I'm Josie Smith, a mindset and strategy coach for aspiring entrepreneurs and women who just know that they're made for more. I'm a speaker, writer, and content creator obsessed with personal growth. I'm an Enneagram 8 and a strong, sassy single mom of teens here to show you that building the dream life is possible for anyone who's willing to put in the work and invest in themselves. My true purpose here is to help you reconnect with yourself so you can realign with your purpose and reignite your dreams. Also, I want to let you know, you're going to hear some language in some of these episodes, both from me and from my guests. It's important to me that everyone who comes on and shares their story, their message, and their expertise has full permission to be fully who they are, to speak how they speak, and to share the content they're here to share. So nobody's going to be filtered or censored on this podcast. So if you have small kids around and you're bothered by spicy language or mature content, go ahead and grab your headphones before we get started because we're digging into all of it and we're not holding back. Are you ready? Let's do it. Real quick, I wanna let you know that my brand new 30-day purpose journal is now available. This journal was written to help you reconnect with yourself so you can realign with your purpose and reignite your dreams. And this journal is for anyone who is looking to start a simple journaling practice that's also very effective and very purposeful. The morning and evening journaling prompts are designed to help you get super deep, super fast. Because I know you're busy. I know many of you are moms. I know many of you have jobs. I know many of you are aspiring entrepreneurs and you recognize the importance of having some sort of journaling practice or morning and evening routine. And you know how important it is to set aside a little piece of your day just for you so that you have the energy and the ability to pour into everyone around you. But you've also got a lot going on. And you have to prioritize your time and use your time wisely. So I wrote this journal to be very intentional while also only taking you 10 or 15 minutes at a time to work through. So check it out. I'll leave a link in the show notes. All right, now let's get right into today's episode. This is an episode I've been working on for at least three weeks. But things keep coming up. Other topics keep coming up that I want to talk about. And they're a lot easier for me to talk about because they haven't required the amount of research that this topic has required. So I just keep putting it off and I just keep talking about the other things. But here we are, finally. And we're going to talk about hormones and menstrual cycles and periods. Okay, sort of. That's only part of it. But if you're a dude and hearing that weirds you out, I mean, you're free to find another podcast if you want. But if you happen to have 
any women in your life, like any women at all, a spouse, a partner, a daughter, a mom, a sister, and you think you can hang with me for the next little bit, this might just give you a good amount of clarity around those women you might know. But your call. Okay, now that you're sufficiently warned, you've heard of the circadian rhythm, right? Or the circadian cycle. It's the 24-hour cycle that we go through that follows the cycle of light and dark, the cycle of the sun, and the natural processes that we go through, physical, mental, behavioral processes that we go through that are influenced by the sun, by the light and the dark. The circadian cycle, it affects not just people, but it affects plants and animals and pretty much most other living things. When you hear people talk about their circadian rhythm, it's basically their cycle of sleeping and being awake that more or less follows the sun. And even if they don't technically follow the rhythm of the sun, their sleep and wake cycle is still going to be influenced by the sun. There's a natural inclination to want to follow the sun cycle because that's typically going to be the healthiest way to structure your sleep. There are studies that show that people who have a very contradictory sleep pattern, and by contradictory, I mean that their sleep patterns contradict the patterns of the sun. So like people who might work a night shift and sleep during the day, for example. There's studies that show that this sort of a schedule, keeping this sort of a sleep schedule, can actually lead to a shorter lifespan and a number of health problems. So the typical work pattern, the typical work day for most people does follow the rhythm of the sun. You wake up sometime relatively close to when the sun comes up. Your work hours, your hours of productivity are during the day when the sun is out. And then you sleep at night when the sun is down. And then you repeat that process. You follow that rhythm, that cycle every single day, day after day. But there's another cycle that also affects your productivity and your focus and your energy, and that is your hormone cycle. Now, both men and women have a hormone cycle. Women's hormone cycles last around 28 days. And if you're someone who gets a period, you're quite familiar with at least how that part of the hormone cycle works. And you're probably, you probably have a decent understanding of the basics and understand that there are fluctuations in your different hormones throughout those 28 days or so. But even men have a hormone cycle. And the hormone cycle of a man is a lot more straightforward and a lot more simple. A man's hormone cycle lasts 24 hours. And testosterone is the dominant hormone for a man. So their hormone cycles primarily revolve around testosterone. They wake up in the morning with their highest level of testosterone, and as the day progresses, their testosterone levels get gradually lower. They just gradually decrease throughout the day until they go to bed when their testosterone is basically at the lowest level of the day. So a man's hormone cycle is very much in sync 
with the circadian cycle. A man's hormone cycle pretty much lines up with the cycle of the sun. Now, there have been studies that have shown that changes in the seasons may have some effect on a man's hormone levels as well, which makes sense to me if you think about it, because if you live somewhere where there's seasons, the sun is also affected by the seasons. Well, actually, it's the sun that affects the seasons. But regardless, changes in the seasons align with changes in the sun, the distance of the sun and the length of the day and so on and so on. Even with that, even with the changes in the seasons, a man's hormone cycle still follows the cycle of the sun. It still follows the circadian cycle, which means that the typical workday, the typical work schedule in today's world is structured in a way that men typically function really well in because it repeats day after day. It follows the same rhythm every day. And men, due to their hormone cycles lasting 24 hours and due to their levels of testosterone being higher earlier in the day, it naturally makes them the most productive and the most focused during normal work hours. But now let's talk about a woman's hormone cycle. A woman's cycle or rhythm has its own name. It's called the infradian rhythm. And as I mentioned, your infradian rhythm is a cycle that lasts about 28 days. And through those 28 days, there are multiple different hormones that go up and down. And unlike a man's hormone cycle that repeats almost identically every single 24 hours, a woman's hormones are a little bit different day to day. And the whole cycle is much, much longer. It only repeats itself every 28 days. And the typical day-to-day, nine-to-five work schedule that most people follow, especially in jobs or careers where you pretty much do the same thing every single day, day after day, that type of work schedule is not set up in a way that allows women to be the most productive or use our energy and our superpowers and to honor where we are at any given time of our cycle. Because there are times in our cycle, in certain phases of our cycle, when we have super high levels of energy, when we can be super productive and super focused and we feel really creative and we can get a ton of shit done. You've had those days, I'm sure, when you get through your to-do list in record time, you deep clean your kitchen, you run 12 loads of laundry and get it all folded. Okay, maybe it's not folded. Folding is the worst. But then you also cook an amazing dinner and still have the energy to have a late date night or meet up with friends. And then there's times in our cycles when we might be able to focus really intently, but not in a way that's with super high energy. So like a more quiet sort of a focus where we can we can get shit done, but we prefer to work alone and not be bothered. And then there's days when we have very little energy, very little motivation to do much of anything, where we might need a little more sleep, where we might need a little more quiet or space when the kitchen might not get cleaned after dinner because we're just too tired and we might go to bed at 8.30 because we can't seem to find the motivation to do anything. Or all we really feel like doing is laying around and watching Netflix. If you've ever had days like that, that maybe seem like they come out of nowhere, but then a couple days later, you kind of just feel like you're back to normal, that's completely normal. It's because of your hormone cycle, your infradian rhythm. 
So our cycles, women's cycles follow a 28 day cycle, <laughs> but that cycle is broken up into four different phases. And in each one of those phases, our hormone levels are at different places. And so I'm going to break down each one of the phases, how those hormone levels impact your energy, your mood, your mental clarity, your ability to focus, all the things. But keep in mind, I'm going to go through this in a fairly simplistic way. The whole 28 days of the cycle is a flow. The hormones flow and fluctuate up and down. It's not like you wake up one day and your body's like, okay, we're going to move from this phase of the cycle to the next phase of the cycle, and we're going to flip off this hormone switch and turn on this hormone switch. That's not how it works. I know you know that, but I want to put it out there anyway to avoid any confusion, especially if there's still some dudes hanging around at this point. I mean, I haven't actually talked about periods yet, so maybe there are. And most of what I'm going to share about these phases and about the superpowers you possess during each phase comes from the cycle syncing method, which was created by Alyssa Vitti. And if you want to learn more about this, her website is Flow Living. That's F-L-O-Living.com. She has books. She has programs. She has a ton of resources on her website, but she's the one who trademarked the cycle syncing method. And a lot of the information I'm about to share comes from her resources. If you want to meet and connect with powerhouse, personal growth-focused women who could turn into the best friends you've ever had, who will be your accountability partners, your cheerleaders, your support system, your circle, if you want to challenge your perspective of yourself and your circumstances, or if you feel like you might need a little shift, but you're not sure what that looks like, if you're looking to connect with the mentors or the coaches you've always wanted but didn't know where to find them, or if you're just looking for real-life examples that the dreams you're building are even possible, do not miss this opportunity to save $50 on your general admission or VIP ticket to Empower Her Live 2023. This event will sell out. I was at last year's event and it was epic and life-changing and I would not miss it for anything. Go to empowerherlive2023.com. I'll leave a link in the show notes and you can read more about the event, see who some of the speakers are going to be this year, see some of the super cool things that are going to be happening down at this event in downtown Denver, September 22nd through the 24th. And don't forget the code Josie, J-O-S-I-E, will get you $50 off any ticket. So phase number one, the first phase of this cycle, is the follicular phase. Now, if you track your cycle, like if you use a period tracker or something, technically the first phase, as in day one of your cycle for tracking purposes, is the menstrual phase when you're bleeding. But for the purposes of this conversation here, we're going to start with the follicular phase because that's when the process actually starts. And actually, if you want to get super technical, the follicular phase technically starts with the first day of your period and continues after your period ends up until the next phase. 
But for the purposes here, we're going to talk about the follicular phase from the time your bleeding ends. I'm not trying to get everyone all confused here, but I also don't want to share inaccurate information. So the first phase of the cycle is going to be the follicular phase. And like I said, the follicular phase for the purposes of the rhythms we're discussing here is going to begin as soon as you stop bleeding, as soon as your period is over. This is when your reproductive hormones are at the lowest. This phase is going to be when you feel the most creative, when you might have like a million ideas racing through your brain. This is when you have a lot of inward focused energy, a lot of curiosity. It's a good time to start new projects or do some heavy organizing or take on a project that requires like making sense of a lot of different pieces or bringing a bunch of different elements together to create something. It's a time when you have a lot of energy, but it's focused energy. It's energy that you can channel into complex projects or starting something that has a lot of different moving pieces without feeling overwhelmed. It's also a good time to plan things, to outline a strategy or something you might need to implement. The next phase, phase two of the cycle, is the ovulatory phase. This is a short phase. It's typically right around the middle of your cycle, and it's when you ovulate. It lasts like maybe three or four days. During the ovulatory phase, your estrogen levels and your testosterone levels peak. They're at their highest. And this is the most social phase of your cycle. This is the time when you're at your best as far as communicating with other people. This peak in estrogen and testosterone sort of flips on a switch in the areas of your brain that control communication, like the verbal areas of your brain and the social areas of your brain. It gives you also a peak in confidence. So this is when you want to connect with other people. Go to networking events. This is a super high energy phase. The first phase, the follicular phase, is a high energy phase also, but that one is more internally focused. The energy in this phase, in the ovulatory phase, is an energy that's much easier to direct outward. So this is the best time to do things that involve other people because you're the most social and the most communicative during this phase. The third phase is the luteal phase. In this phase, estrogen is continuing to rise and progesterone rises also. This is when you're going to feel your energy start to drop a little bit. And that drop in energy is just going to kind of start at the beginning of the phase and then continue to drop more and more as this phase progresses. So at the beginning of the phase, this is a good time to do things that might require focus, but not a lot of energy, things that are more administrative rather than the more creative things that you're better at doing during the first phase. Things like basic administrative tasks, maybe bookkeeping, maybe light organizing. This might be when you find yourself feeling a little bit more distracted also, so be conscious of that. And as your energy continues to drop, as you get closer to the end of this phase, this might be when you struggle with feeling motivated and feeling like you just want to lay around and watch Netflix. Remember that taking time for rest when you need it is just as important as honoring the times in the cycle when you're feeling super productive and super high energy. So rest if you need it. 
And as this phase comes to an end, the fourth and final phase is the menstrual phase. During this phase, this is the phase that starts with the first day of bleeding and ends with the last day of bleeding. And during this phase, your hormones are super, super low, which makes you extra tired. But also during this phase, the two sides of your brain, your left and right hemispheres of your brain, are communicating with each other more than at any other time of your cycle. So you're able to process information and access your intuition at the highest levels during this phase. So this is a time to do a lot of reflecting, to process facts and feelings. It's a time to evaluate everything you did over the past month. It's a time to make important decisions because your brain is best equipped during this phase to do that. So all of this is why a typical Monday through Friday, nine to five work schedule where you're expected to do the same things day in and day out is not the best schedule to follow for most women. It's perfect for men. It works perfectly and is perfectly in sync with a dude's hormonal rhythm. But the infradian rhythm that a woman has with a hormone cycle that lasts 28 days and four distinctly different phases that affect energy and focus and productivity and social interaction and communication and cognitive functioning and motivation and mood. And it all changes and fluctuates throughout the entire 28-day cycle. It forces women to work against their cycles when they have to follow this type of a work cycle. It forces women to work against the way we're inherently designed to function, unless we're super focused and super intentional about building a work schedule that allows us to really utilize our different superpowers at the various different phases of our cycle. And this is why I am so passionate about helping women entrepreneurs. This is why I'm so passionate about women building their own businesses. So you can build it in a way that allows you to honor your natural rhythms, not fight against them. Because most jobs, most careers don't allow you the freedom to work within your own inherent rhythm. You're forced to work against yourself. I want women to have the ability to use their superpowers when they're, well, when they're at their most powerful. But the unfortunate thing is most women don't even know the power they possess within this cycle, within this rhythm that they were created to move through. And so if you're able, in any way that you're able, even if you're in a typical job and you can't get out of it or you can't get out of it right now or you don't want to get out of it, if you're in any way able to, at the very least, make yourself aware of the superpowers within each one of these phases and start to intentionally tap into them when you can, you're going to start to see just how much more you can get accomplished, how much more clarity you're going to have around what it is you're doing, how much better your communication will be with the people around you, and how much more rested you're going to feel during the times you need it the most. Thanks for tuning in to Realign With Your Purpose. 
My intention is that the messages I share here in this podcast help you experience a mindset shift as well as actual transformation and growth. If you found value in today's episode, please share it with a friend so they can experience the growth and transformation that you found in these messages. Or take a screenshot and share it on Instagram and be sure to tag me so I can personally thank you for spreading the message and encouraging everyone to believe in themselves and their dreams. And it would mean the world to me if you would take 30 seconds and give the podcast a five-star rating wherever you listen. And if you can, write a little review. These ratings and reviews are everything to podcasters. And they help me to be able to continue to show up week after week with messages like the one I shared today and to do so at no cost to my listeners. And as a thank you for writing out a review, if you write out a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, screenshot that review and send it to my DMs. I'll send you a free gift. And if anything I talked about today really spoke to you, Send me a DM about that too, because I would love the opportunity to have a conversation with you. As always, it's been an honor to share this time with you today. And until next time, you got this.